Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in South Florida, it's time for South Florida Business Radio. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of South Florida Business Radio, and this is going to be a good one. Today we have with us Matt Genova with Next Act Franchise Advisors. Welcome, Matt. Hey, thanks for having me. Well, I am excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us a little bit about Next Act Franchise Advisors. How are you serving folks? Okay, so uh, Next Act Franchise Advisors is a franchise advisory firm. So essentially, what I do is when people reach that point in their career, which pretty much inevitably uh, everyone hits, whether they're downsized, they decide they don't want to commute to the office anymore. They don't like their job. They don't like their boss, but they realize, I think I've always wanted to own my own business. I help them explore their opportunities. So um, how'd you get into this line of work? Uh, were, were you involved in the franchise industry in your past? Well, that was kind of interesting. I hit one of those uh, inflection points as well. I worked for the Walt Disney Company uh, the ESPN brand specifically, for about 18 years and was uh, the victim of downsizing. I spent some time thinking about what the next step was or, you know, sort of the next act in my career. And I did always want to own my own business. So I reached out to a franchise consultant and went through the process of looking at franchises. And what I realized was, Although I didn't find the franchise uh, that was right for me, I did really enjoy what that franchise advisor did, Um, how we interacted, the service he provided, uh, the interest he took in me and, and finding out who I was, what made me tick, and ultimately matching me up to uh, the right ideas. I felt my career... Uh, and the skills I gained in my career were very easily transferable. So from that day on, I decided to start my own business. And uh, I've helped, wow, hundreds of people uh, explore their opportunities over the last couple of years. So now when a person is um, downsized or ready for that, at least mentally ready for that next act, uh, a lot of people go and just do whatever they were doing. Like you were working... Um, at your previous job and you had a certain role, probably maybe in sales or something along those lines. And you go, okay, now I'm going to be a sales consultant and help other folks be a sales consultant. I'll be Matt sales consultant. Um, what, uh, what do you tell people who are thinking about going that route? Oh, that's a, that's a great question. I, I, I look at it this way. Uh, when you sit down and say to yourself, I want to do my own thing. Already you start to think about, what am I going to do? What am I going to call it? What is the logo going to look like? Where do I operate it? Where do I get my equipment? You start to ask yourself all these questions, the right questions. But what's great is getting into the franchise space, all of that thinking has been done for you. There's a there's an old mantra that defines the franchising space. You go into business for yourself, but you are not by yourself, meaning the franchisor is there every step of the way. So if you think about it visually, think about a truck that pulls up to your home 
person gets out, opens the back and starts unloading it. And there it's filled with boxes. Each box represents a different part of the business. One is the actual logo. One is the operations and instructions manual. One is the equipment. Um, the other one's the marketing and the PR, etc. You open all the boxes, you put it together, and you overlay on top of that all of what you bring to the table, which is pretty much your skills and abilities, and your business is off and running. Uh, all of that heavy lifting has been done for you. All you have to do is plug it in and go. So if you find the right franchise opportunity, you can really just leverage your superpower and not worry about kind of some of the stuff that you, it, it kind of eliminates the learning curve on a lot of the stuff you may not be thrilled about doing anyway. Exactly. Because what the franchiser is doing every single day is optimizing that business model and pushing it out to their franchisees. Because if you think about it, not only are you getting all the building blocks of the business, but you get all of the initial training and you get ongoing support for the life uh, uh, that you are a franchisee. There's brand recognition if you join a very strong brain that's been around for a while. There's also buying power. All of those things come into play, which you might not think, uh, you know, you, you don't necessarily consider how much of an advantage that gives you. So basically on day one, you put your key in the door, your business is up and running and you're doing, and like I said, you're, you're leveraging the skills that you bring to the table to really put yourself further out on that growth curve than you would if you started the business uh, on your own. So now let's uh, give the listener some advice that may be considering franchising. Is a way to go about choosing the appropriate franchise, should it be something that like I have an interest in, in terms of like, I like, um, I like ice cream. So should I go, you know what? I'm going to open an ice cream store because I like ice cream. Or is it something that uh, I should say, oh, this is what I'm good at. I'm good at sales. So I should look for a franchise that's more sales oriented. Ah, that is a great question because one of the, uh, another mantra people say is try not to leverage your hobby into your franchise. And I think the reason why that said is, is because the key tenant, to uh, operating within a franchise system is being able to follow the model they give you. Because if you follow the model, you'll be successful. What happens is if you get into something that you're really passionate about, you tend to inject th things into it or behaviors into it the way you want to do it or based on your experience with it, you think it would work better. That's not what the franchise business is all about. It is about following the system. Well, let me take a step back. You, you brought up advice. Um, what I would say is you, a, anyone that wants to own their own business has to be ready. I can't talk them into being ready. That means being ready mentally, emotionally, and financially. They also have to be brutally honest with themselves and brutally honest about what their goals are, what their abilities are, what their capabilities are, 
what their skills are. Um, they need, it's, it's almost like doing self-reflection um, and, and taking stock of who you are at that time. Because the learnings from there will help to craft the research into what business model is right. Now, I say business model and not business because my next point is you have to have an open mind because the business model might be perfect for you, but it might exist in an industry that you never thought of, or you might have a preconceived negative notion about. Um, So you have to have an open mind. If, for instance, if you're going to get into the business of doing commercial cleaning, you can't first say, ah, I don't want to clean offices. Or maybe it's residential cleaning. I don't want to clean homes. That's fine. You don't want to. You need to remember that as a business owner, first and foremost, you're not doing that. You're running a business that does that and you're managing the people that would be doing that cleaning. That's number one. Number two, the business model might make total sense and it just happens to be in cleaning. You just have to make sure you're open to hearing those ideas and not eliminating them based on those preconceived notions. Um, And I would say, you know, lastly is have fun in the process of evaluating these franchises. It takes time. You're going to have a lot of conversations, both with the franchisor and people within the franchise system, but also existing franchisees. You'll get to talk to them about their business. Ask them what's good and what's not good. What are the pain points? How do you go about getting customers? Um, What's the supporting training like? This is the type of stuff that you get to go through before you ultimately make the decision on whether that specific brand you were looking at is right or not. Now, do you find that um, the the pandemic kind of um, opened the floodgates for folks to really consider going this more entrepreneurial franchise route? Um, Maybe they were, like you said earlier, displaced. Maybe they just said, you know what? Life has got to be more than doing what I'm doing. There's got to be more out there and I want to control my destiny a little bit? I would say the answer is yes to all of that. You've touched so many different points. It was actually people that were specifically affected by the pandemic where their job was lost or their career changed, or they knew the trajectory that their career was going was not going to go that way anymore. I also had plenty of people who really enjoyed being at home and as a result wanted to find home-based businesses that they can uh, get into. Um, other people that just realized that there was more to life than doing something transactional. And they actually were looking into businesses that they could uh, uh, give back or, or maybe take advantage of categories that all of a sudden bubbled up. For example, I mentioned cleaning. Cleaning became an essential service. Cleaning franchises, you couldn't uh, territories were getting snapped up left and right. Another category, pets. The adoption of pets more than doubled during the pandemic. As a result, people now have seen the need to take care of 
their pets in certain ways, whether that is grooming or daycare or boarding or things like that. Home repair, restoration, things like that totally took off, all fueled by the pandemic because people were home using their resource, meaning their house and everything attached to it, a lot more than they used to. Stuff broke down or they saw it and said, you know what, I can't stand the way it looks anymore, time to redo it. So those are just an example of some of the probably dozen categories that have absolutely taken off. Now, part of the challenge when a uh, person is in that next act and is in this transitional period, you know, like maybe the writing's on the wall or they're finally deciding to pull the trigger and, and leave, or they were, you know, kind of their hand was forced and they have to leave. And they're saying, okay, I'm going to pursue franchising. It's it's kind of overwhelming, right? Like you need somebody to help you kind of be a Sherpa through this process because I I mean, how many franchises are out there? I would imagine there's hundreds, if not thousands of franchises out there. Yeah. Yeah. Great question. It's it, there's over 3000 franchise brands out there. And, and that's why I think using a franchise consultant is a, a fantastic opportunity for someone exploring business. First and foremost, it's a free service to the person. So, so that immediately should uh, have people, you know, sort of let their guard down a little bit. But the benefit of a franchise consultant is I get uh, and have a purview of cross all of the industries within which franchises operate, which is, gosh, over 75 categories. Personally, I work with about 560 franchises across 75 categories. So I get to see the good, the great, and I also get to see the bad and the ugly. Uh, and I and I witness that all the time. I talk to franchisors uh, every single day to understand how their business models are changing, what they're looking for in the right people. And I also help people do that introspection, not only what we talked about earlier about goals and abilities and capabilities and skills, but also have them think about what type of management structure do they want? Where do they want it located? Uh, do they care about the status of, of what that job brings to them? Are they interested in a brand, meaning an established brand, or maybe it's an emerging brand? What type of hours do they want to work? Is it Do they want a home-based business or maybe facility-based or maybe just office. Do they want to manage employees or not? And most importantly is, what's the investment level? Is this something that they want to invest 25000 in? Or is this something that they have a seven-figure budget? Um, okay, so we, we try to go through all of those things. So I can capture all of that information, then research my portfolio of brands and come back to the person with four or five opportunities that make sense based on all of the variables that we uh, clarified. So now how do you go to market? Like how do you find these people or do they find you? Um, because I would imagine they're, it, it's hard to find these people. They could be just working at the, in a business, in an office next to your building. You wouldn't even know. Right. There, there were three ways uh, that I go about it. One way is I do receive incoming leads. Those are people who are searching online and are on franchise portals that exist out there that provide information on 
hundreds of franchises. And if you something strikes you about it, you enter your information. That comes to me. I also target people on LinkedIn. Um, I like going after people who have uh, sales and business development backgrounds because I know that type of skill specifically allows them to get out there and network, promote, and advertise their brand, not just uh, uh, in a cold fashion, but within the network of people that they know. Um, so I, I specifically target them. Also, uh, I've advertised specific brands in the past, specific brands that, that I felt were good at that moment uh, uh, to see uh, if people were interested. So those are the three ways uh, primarily that I use uh, to, to attract potential candidates. Now, if somebody wants to learn more about what you're up to, is there a website for uh, your practice? Yes, they can go to nextactfranchiseadvisors.com. That's Franchise Advisor. That's Advisors with an O-R-S. And then um, are these folks primarily in the South Florida area or your clients come from anywhere? No, I deal with clients uh, all over uh, the country and, and in fact, all over the world uh, at times. And, and just to, I guess, prove a point how this process works, I opened up or bought into one of the franchises that I represent uh, and started a food and beverage vending uh, business called Snackify Vending here in South Florida. It's actually based out of Delray Beach. It's one of the businesses that's in my portfolio, but going back to sort of doing that, you know, sort of self-reflection and taking stock and what you want in the company, I started to, to look at things like, hey, uh, I want to work from my home like I do now because I enjoy it. There was a specific financial uh, uh, commitment that I was uh, willing to make. I wanted to make my own hours. I wanted to have no employees. I wanted to deal with one person. And I wanted the company, uh, one person meaning a client, one contact person. And I also wanted the company to, to go out there and secure the locations for my vending machines. And all of a sudden, I wound up with this company. And this is the company that I'm doing sort of in conjunction with my franchise consulting. So I actually was my own client. <laughs> Good for you. And that shows you how it can work. Once you open one door, you don't know what else is going to be there. Exactly. You're exactly right. You start to see these business models day in and day out. And you start to realize, wow, you know what? I think I would be good in that. And I can add that as a sort of passive way of a business that's going to throw off a, a passive income, but also I have passive involvement in it as well. Now, do you have a story you can share of somebody, obviously don't name their name, but explain to uh, the listener about what their challenge was or where they were at and where they are now since they've been working with you? Yeah, I, I have uh, one person... Uh, in particular, that uh, lost their job. They were in uh, sort of an operations supply chain role. Um, didn't know what the next step was. We went through the process. We talked about, you know, we went through, uh, you know, what I do is I supply them with a questionnaire that hits all of the topics that I reviewed. And when it came back, the person did want to stay somehow in the operations 
arena, but I also noticed that they were very good with business development and things like that. And I helped get that person into a sign and graphics franchise. Uh, and it's uh, uh, a commercial business uh, that uh, deals in the number one form of advertising, which is signs. So this person goes around and helps companies uh, with their sign forms of any size and scope. So they could be everything from neon signs and digital signs to floor graphics, car wraps, uh, channel letters, big sign, monument signs that you see when you pull into a shopping plaza, ADA compliance signs, things of that nature. Dealing with a, a, a business-to-business clientele, 75% of uh, his customers uh, are repeat customers. And, and, it's, and it sort of fits the way he thinks operations, getting from point A to point B. So he does the needs assessment, does the consulting, comes back with his tech. They build out the signs. Then he goes, sets up, and installs the signs on behalf of the client. Absolutely loves the business. Has actually purchased a second territory uh, after about 13 or 14 months in business. Really excited for him. Wow, that's amazing. Well, Matt, thank you for sharing your story today. You're doing such important work, and we appreciate you. Thank you so much for uh, having me on. Uh, This was very enjoyable. And uh, like I said, uh, for people that don't know what's next in their life, but they think they could be a business owner, it's always a great thing to explore. Well, Matt Genovo with Next Act Franchise Advisors. That's nextactfranchiseadvisors.com. Thank you again for sharing your story. Okay. Take care now. Stay safe. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on South Florida Business Radio.